Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. In these winter months, consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thanks for checking out this last episode of 2016. Very happy to have you here, my friend. Uh, on this episode, a review of Holland America's Koningsdam. I know what you're thinking. Oh, gosh, a Holland America review. It's an old person's cruise ship. I'm going to tune out. How about you not tune out and listen to it? You know why? Because this ship is so food, so music, and so wine heavy, it's going to make you happy, maybe buzzed, and definitely full. So check this out. That's really corny, but check the, check the review out here in a little while. And don't forget to check out Cruise Radio News. It's our Cruise Radio Facebook group. Kick around the cruise news. Ask some questions. Whatever you want, it's in there. Just type in Cruise Radio News in Facebook. All right. Hey, Sherry. Hi, Doug. Before we get to cruise news, I do want to pay some respect, Sherry, to George Michael, to Carrie Fisher, and Debbie Reynolds, all who lost their life in the past seven days. It's just it's just been rough. So thoughts and prayers to the families involved. And a weirdly related story, Disney Cruise Line bringing back Star Wars at sea. What do you have on this, Sherry? That's true. They just announced that it's going to bring back their, I guess it was supremely popular Star Wars Day at Sea celebration. It's going to be on 15 sailings aboard the Disney Fantasy in 2017. Um, It will be sailing out of Port Canaveral, alternating Eastern and Western Caribbean cruises. And they'll have some of the, they'll bring back all of their events that they had before and tweak some other ones. They're going to have deck parties and character meet and greets. They'll have Star Wars themed family and kids activities. And this is kind of weird, special food and drinks with what I think are kind of odd sounding names like, Calrissian velvet cake and mm. the, the the ever popular sand people salad. So <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It's pretty cool, and you can expect to see a lot of characters on board, of course. And amongst those will be Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, good old Chewie, R two D two, and some other characters that have not been listed already. Of course, there will be Star Wars trivia games, and the kids can do, and I hope the adults can too. There's going to be Jedi training. <laughs> <laughs> and Padawan Mind Challenge. And, you know, it says, well, kids, you know, it's for the kids. But, heck, I'd like to do the Jedi training. That would be kind of fun. Talk to some listeners who did this cruise earlier this year. And they said this was the ultimate Star Wars cruise. If you're a Star Wars geek, you would absolutely love this. Well, I'm seriously thinking about going in February or March, which would be wonderful. And, you know, I went with my daughter last night to see Rogue One. And, she said, well, what were the other Star Wars movies? And you know, we couldn't count them all up in sequence. It was because there's the beginning, the ends. So the best thing I think about the Star Wars cruise is that they're going to have all eight Star Wars films, including yeah. Rogue One. So, you know, if you're a Star Wars movie fan and you just want to see it, you've got to go. I love this next story, especially around Christmas. What a cool boss. I wish I had a boss this cool. Took his whole company 
on a cruise, but it wasn't just a couple of people. It was a lot of people. No, we're not. And I hope your boss wasn't listening <laughs> when you said that. Uh, all the employees, actually over 800 of wow. them, were invited by their uh, company president, whose name is Gary Birch, owner of Birch Cabinets in Waterloo, Iowa. He is treating them to a free Caribbean cruise. And it's not just the cruise. He's chartered a plane to Miami, and he's including an overnight at a five-star hotel. And then on Monday morning, they board the ship for their cruise. And apparently, um, he had given his, his employees a heads up. You know, they had an incentive out there the previous year. And he said, if you can meet goal, I'll take you all on a cruise. And he's true to his word, and off they will go in a couple of weeks. So he's either a really nice boss or he made entirely too much money in 2016. <laughs> Can we talk about write-offs? I know, right? <laughs> it's a perfect time to do it. But moving on here, it looks like Fathom, which is Carnival Corp's social impact brand, that they are going to be stopping in Cuba on their Dominican Republic sailings now. What do you have on this? They are. They're going to add a stop in uh, Santiago de Cuba uh, on six of their upcoming Dominican Republic cruises and it's kind of a neat itinerary because, you know, the, you know, maybe you just don't want to do all the social impact for your entire cruise. So you will get a chance to stop in Cuba. Um, and the way the schedule goes, they'll be in Cuba from 9 a.m. till 6 p.m. And then the ship will leave and head for the DR, arriving at 7 p.m. And then the guests will spend a, a full day the next day, plus half of the following day, in the Dominican Republic, working, like you said, on the immersive activities, planting trees, making um, chocolates, and building water filters. You know, there's not a whole lot of opportunity. So if you want to do both, go ahead and book it soon because, you know, there's a smaller ship and uh, space will run out because it's kind of unique. Well, and not to mention the company is going under in June. So, yeah, not a lot of time left there. Well, Royal Caribbean's Ovation of the Seas went to dock the ship in a port, and they said, your ship is too big. You can't dock here. <laughs> did I read this right? They sure did. The 4,900-passenger Ovation of the Seas turned out to be too big to dock in Auckland, New Zealand the other day. Uh, can you imagine? I mean, here you're, you're you know, cruising in, and it's the biggest ship, right? So apparently they had to use lifeboats to ferry passengers ashore. You know, for you and me and, and many people, this is common when you get to one of the ports where you can't fit at the dock. But apparently people were kind of surprised to see all the little yellow lifeboats plopping into the water with passengers in them. It's like flying into an airport. <laughs> oh, the plane is too big. We can't land here. we got to go to a different airport. All right, Sherry, you ready for the last listener question of the year? Throw it at me. Can you cancel your cruise and get your deposit back if you cancel before final payment? We're cruising Norwegian Cruise Line November of 2017. And the answer is yes. If you cancel before final payment is due, you will be entitled to a full refund of your deposit. But, you know, you need to be careful because some of the other cruise lines, they, uh, they're very sticky about this and tricky because they'll say you have to cancel by final payment date, but if you, this is not Norwegian, but the other ones, if you cancel on final payment date, you're already under penalty because it should have been the day before. Norwegian is different in that you can cancel up until and during the final payment date and still get a full refund. There you have it. The last cruise question of the year from Sherry Kennedy of cruisemaven.com. Sherry, happy new year. Happy New Year, Doug. Great sales ahead, I hope, for everybody, and um, see you next year. Speaking of sales, are we going to see any good ones next month? 
Actually, you know what? I just got a note today from uh, Norwegian, speaking of, of Norwegian, and uh, you know how they tend to uh, they tend to carry their promotions ongoing forever and ever. And yeah. I thought that at the end of this month, the uh, free four offers were going to end. Well, guess what? They're continuing in January. Norwegian will have a special. It's called a dash sale from uh-huh. January one to January six. So if you want to go on Norwegian. That's the week to book it. And I'll say it again. Thank you, Sherry. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. See you next year. Cruise Radio. Maintaining our global reach. Listen live at cruiseradio.net. From its rich heritage, picturesque beaches, and unparalleled blue waters, it's no wonder over 7 million people cruise to the Caribbean every year. What do you want to do? Swim with stingrays at Stingray Bay? Go for an island tour? Take a beach break? Or set sail on a catamaran to spend the day snorkeling? Whatever you decide, CruisingExcursions.com has a shore excursion to fit your budget. Cruising Excursions knows your time on the island is limited and that you want to make the most of your day. That's why they have shore excursions up to 60% cheaper than the cruise lines and offer smaller, more personable tours. Find out for yourself. Research and book your next shore excursion at CruisingExcursions.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Have a question for the experts or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. Marsha just returned from the first U.S. sailing of Holland America's Koningsdam and she joins us on the line. Hey, Marsha, how you doing? I'm doing real well, thank you. I'm doing well. Awesome. Well, uh, you were recently on the Koningsdam, a short little four-night sailing that Holland America did out of Port Everglades. And we're going to talk all about it here in just a couple of minutes. But before we get to the ship itself, uh, let's take a step back. And what were your pre-cruise thoughts before you sailed on the Koningsdam? Because we've all read so much about it. Well, I've sailed Holland America for many, many years. I did the Eurodam uh, inaugural from Copenhagen across to the U.S., up to New York, and then down to Fort Lauderdale. And I love Holland America. I love the tradition. I love the cruise line. Uh, they've done so many things in the last 10 years to update it that I was looking forward to this one because it really is a breakthrough. It's very different from the Eurodam, different from the New Amsterdam and several other newer ships. Uh, but it's lovely, and it's a prototype for new Holland America ships. So I was kind of excited to see, you know, what's new? How far did they carry new? Is it new with the capital N? And it was. Nice. So you make your way to Port Everglades. Of course, you live down there in South Florida, so you got to yeah, the cruise Yeah, it's my neighborhood port. Yeah, yes. exactly. So you get to the cruise pier. Uh, how was the embarkation process for you down there? It worked well. It worked well. Parking is directly across, so you can drag your suitcase yourself. It's not a big problem. It's directly across from the terminal. And uh, it went smoothly. Holland America has been doing this a very long time. You have to understand that. And they do have it down to a science. How long would you say it took you from curb to ship? 
maybe 20 minutes. You make your way on board Konings Dam. What were your first impressions of the ship? It's beautiful. It's absolutely, positively beautiful. It's uh, very attractive, as all these ships are, but it's muted. It's uh, nothing that really grabs you. The atrium is kind of interesting because it is red, and it features a lot of chrome, and that in and of itself says modern, 21st century. But I, I loved it. The cabin is lovely. I was on the eighth deck, uh, and the decks are named uh, Mozart, Schubert. You get the drift. It's a musical thing. Yeah. And uh, very pleasant surprise. There were two of us. I brought a friend with me, and enough cub- cupboard space, enough closet space for uh, a month sailing. What kind of cabin did you have? I had a standard oceanfront uh, veranda cabin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 8034, centrally located. It gave me everything I was looking for. I always miss a bathtub, but unless you're really going into the higher category cabins, you're satisfied with the shower. But it was a good-sized bathroom, and as I say, enough cupboard space that uh, you could stay on quite a while. I want to get your thoughts on the balconies because uh, you're looking at the new ships that are coming out, and the balconies seem to be shrinking in size. What are your thoughts of the balcony size on Holland America's Koningsdam? I think they're a little smaller. Mm-hmm. I do think they're a little smaller, but I mean, you're not going to live out there. You're going yeah. to have your coffee out there. You're going to have a glass of wine in the evening. Uh, you sit by and watch the traveling sea. That's quite wonderful and there's more than enough room for that to have a party for 20 not so much room right (laughs) let's talk about uh dining aboard koningsdam of course they they have teamed up with food and wine to have a a dining venue there there's a nice french restaurant there and of course you have the pinnacle grill main dining room different venues around the pool deck and the buffet so let's start at the buffet area and then work our way out from there so what do you think of the main buffet on the koningsdam I think they call it Lido Market, and mm-hmm. I think it was wonderful. Uh, you, <laughs> it tells you about my plebeian tastes. They have dive-in. Mm-hmm. I love that hot dog. And whether I'm on a 10-day cruise, a four-day cruise, uh, that's my highlight is that <laughs> and the pinnacle, pinnacle Grill. But I did have a hot dog at dive-in, which was delightful. The only thing, if I have to give a slight negative tinge to the food, is the long wait at the deli. Mm -hmm. It's worth it. I had a Reuben sandwich, and it was delicious, but it's a long wait because it's probably one of the most popular venues on the ship. They have that unique new dining venue called the Culinary Arts Center, I think. Uh, Did you get to experience that on the sailing? I did. What did you think of it? The Culinary Arts Center. You know, that started, oh, gosh, I think it was about eight years ago with, Uh, They did maybe two or three food presentations a week on a week's cruise and discovered how really interested in the culinary arts passengers are. And now this is a full-fledged restaurant, and it's going to take on a different taste a little later in the season. But right now it is wonderful. It's artisanal food. Uh, We had a wonderful meal there. And it's an open kitchen where you watch everything and the video screens around the room uh, display exactly what the chefs are doing at all times. 
uh, it's it's quite an experience, and it was one of the nicest meals. Yeah, I, I like yeah. the hands-on aspect where you can actually go and watch the chef prepare your meal like right in front of you. The only thing really dividing you is a big glass partition Just between that, you and the chef. That one glass window, mm-hmm. and you can see every step of the way. I was impressed, and the meal was wonderful. And another great meal was in their new uh, Sal de Mer restaurant, which means sea salt. And that offers classical French food and, of course, very, very fresh seafood. And that's a small restaurant, and that's really quite marvelous as well. And what can you say about Pinnacle Grill? It's, the name says it all. Mm-hmm. Just saying the Pinnacle Grill makes my mouth water. Uh, how about the main dining room? Did you get to experience that? I did. I did. And it's called the dining room. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do a really creditable job. It's... Uh, service is very good it's it's what i like about holland america ships is they have not they may have changed decor but they haven't altered service at all and you have two servers i don't know if they're called busboy and waiter i'm not entirely sure but someone is in attentive as attentive all the time so we did have i think a couple of dinners and maybe one dinner and I had breakfast there, and I had lunch there one day. And I, I really liked the service. So uh, when I first walked into the dining room on Koningsdam, my first thought was celebrity cruises, solstice-class ships, same dining room. Did you get that uh, vibe? Yeah. I mean, see, I mean, I don't know if it's just where I'm coming from because I've done this so long, but I kind of like to see the familiar mm-hmm. as well as the new. Yeah. I think I probably would be bored if they were all cookie cutters and every ship was exactly the same. But when I do see something like that, that looks like, oh, something I saw before and I enjoyed the room then, well, maybe I'm going to enjoy this now. So I I kind of like when they retain the popular things, and I'm happy when they discard some of the things I wasn't happy with. (laughs) I. I think a bit, uh, I think what made me most think of the solstice class ships were was the big wine rack in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a two story wine rack. I think it's a very cool ship. And moving along with the coolness aboard Koningsdam is the music and entertainment. What did you think of it? It's just wow. I had, as I said, I was on Eurodam a couple of times. You could always find me in BB King's blues room at night because I love the music and the performers are very high caliber. The music is songs I know, songs I love, some songs I may never have heard, but now I do and love. So it was a great treat. And then we went to Lincoln Center, which does some classic and pops and caliber performers again, top notch. These are people who literally play at Lincoln Center. And then we went to Billboard, which is kind of a top 40. And, oh, gosh, maybe a year and a half ago, I talked with Bill Prince, who is Holland America's entertainment guru, vice president, director. I don't know what exactly his title is. And he told me about this concept that they would be debuting in full on Koenigsdam called Music Walk. And you can literally walk out of a show in their world stage theater and walk into a performance at B.B. King's and then go to a performance at Lincoln Center and maybe at Billboard. 
Not every venue is every night, but each one is six nights a week. Mm-hmm. The music is my favorite thing, and the theme is carried out in decor throughout the ship. Uh, there are countless musical instruments incorporated into floral arrangements, into dried flower arrangements, into sculptures. Uh, and as I said, four of the decks have musical names, uh, Beethoven, Schubert, Mozart, and Gershwin. How was the ship on sea days as far as being crowded and congested? That was interesting. We really had beautiful weather, so there were people out at the pool. The shops were open, and we had people shopping. I don't know. It was early November. Maybe they were doing holiday shopping already. I don't know. The flow of traffic is very well designed. Music venues, which are really not active during the day particularly, but that flow is is very good, one from the other. The Lido deck, of course, had the most traffic on a sea day, on a good weathered sea day, but it wasn't a problem going from the food area to the pool area or to the spa at the other end of the ship was not a problem. Uh, There were programs, there's the ubiquitous trivia games on every ship, and they do it well. There are a lot of things to do, but uh, with a short cruise and a lot of people going back up north to what isn't always Caribbean weather, I think they wanted to be out at the pool, and they were. So on this sailing, you did Nassau and Half Moon Key, which you didn't get off the ship on. So you get back to Port Everglades. How was the disembarkation process? They do it basically the way other ships do, a little fine-tuning here and there. But uh, I think we were in the fourth group to disembark, which make, make we got off somewhere around 8.15, 8.30. And that worked real well. As, as on most ships, the time of your flight or your pickup is what designates the time you get off. If you have a 12 o'clock flight, there is no need for you to get off at 8.15. You can get off at 9 o'clock. The Fort Lauderdale Airport is minutes from Port Everglades. And they do, they do it well. Well-staffed, and they do it well. How would you sum up the brand-new Dam to a past Holland America cruiser? It's a new ship incorporating all of the wonderful Holland America maritime tradition with a very clear 21st century vibe in decor, in entertainment. Uh, The children's program, which is uh, up on deck, gosh, 14, 15, I don't remember, it's high, uh, is done very, very well and well-staffed. There weren't a lot of kids on the first week in November, but I'm sure if I go back after the 15th of December, I'd be mobbed. And they cater to little ones, elementary school kids, and kids up to 17. But, yes, I think it's it, they've kept a lot of the old and introduced a lot of new. And I don't know why, but that red decor and the chrome in the atrium, to me, is sort of typical of this new step forward. In closing here, what are your final thoughts of the Koningsdam, Marcia? I think it's a very good ship. I think it's a ship that couples will enjoy. It's great for family reunions, uh, birthdays, graduations, anniversary celebrations, where you take the whole bunch. 
because there is that ubiquitous term, something for everyone, it's there. We've been talking with Marsha about her four-night sailing aboard Holland America's Koningsdam. Thanks for being here, Marsha. Happy New Year. You too, Doug. Have a good time, good year, and be well. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker for my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer. Summer camp is a magic place where kids discover who they are because they have the freedom to explore on their own. Why Camp at Horse Thief Reservoir is a sleepaway camp in the heart of Idaho's wilderness. Each summer, campers make friends, build new skills, and learn to love the outdoors through activities like canoeing, archery, zip lining, rock climbing, campfires, and more. Registration for Why Camp at Horse Thief Reservoir is open. Financial assistance is available. Learn more at whycampidaho.org.